Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Dr. Bear. Dr. Bear. Dr. Bear. Dr. Bear. Bear? Bears don't be doctors. <laughs> well, in this film they do, apparently. Oh, uh, Thanks heck. to uh, Skelly Connor for that. Thanks, Skelly Not Connor. changed their names since <laughs> Halloween, <laughs> since apparently. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for that title. Classic. Classic Skelly Connor, that one. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing medical dramas this week. Joining us, our very own... Doctor expert Patrick Lickman. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not a doctor myself, but I am an expert on them. <laughs> I've been thinking about getting my PhD on doctors. <laughs> when you said you like the doctor, that this is what yeah. we thought you meant. Well, that yeah, last time I was here was to do Doctor Who, I think. <laughs> maybe, and look how maybe. that fucking turned out. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I'd have another crack at it. Would you have rather watched our version of Doctor Who than Fuck Yes? <laughs> Where Bradley Walsh eats a planet. One hundred percent. I can't remember. Yeah, go back and uh, listen to that episode. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm here to, to um, continue the curse and ruin the medical drama genre for you. <laughs> well, it was already ruined, ruined for me. I think Scrubs did it to me. <laughs> oh, Scrubs is good. Oh, it's not. Shut up, Matt. No, Scrubs is good. No, it's I'll defend not. Scrubs. Oh, no, no. It's yeah. The, the no, Brendan no. Fraser plot in Scrubs is heartbreaking. That's a good episode. Good yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, but it's fine. <laughs> the rest of it is I'm fine. not I'm not here to defend scrubs. <laughs> no scrubs. <laughs> I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> scrubs is the show that's gonna get no love from me, you know. <laughs> Hanging out the afternoon slot on Channel Four <laughs> is not the kind of time for me. <laughs> oh my god, get weird out on the phone. <laughs> Get Weird Al down here now! <laughs> I want to speak to Weird Al! <laughs> Just pick up a phone, dial a random number. <laughs> Is this Weird Al? No. Well, get him for me! <laughs> Is this America? <laughs> get me Weird Al! Or the president, whoever's near us. <laughs> Alright, so shall we do some honourable mentions? Men... Medicines, 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 honorable medicines, honorable medicines. Yeah, that's that, that works. works, right? Yeah, that's better. That's the best one. So, from Ed Crawley, we've got the Ouchie Whisperer. So, the Ouchie Whisperer. The ouchie Whisperer. Right. Yeah. Imagine, imagine a doctor that like it's like alternate alternative medicine, but it's like you just whisper to them. Yeah, whisper <laughs> into their cuts and bruises. Yeah, you have to whisper specifically into the wound to let the healing words flow through the rest of the body. And it's about the guy who, it's a biopic about the guy who invented this definitely real uh, treatment. <laughs> yeah, like, I think I think we we, we star someone like, um, oh, who would be good for this? Oh, uh, I think we choose Jim Carrey. Okay. Jim, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Okay. So? He's a, like a he's an outla- a little bit like Patch Adams. He's an outlandish med student, right? right? Um, uh, who's like he's sailing through things because he's like he keeps going into into places and and uh, he's, he's like he's he's flunking these exams. Yeah, yeah. But 
he keeps going in, like going on the rounds with the doctors he's under, mm. and then like talking to them, and he'll get down next to him, and, like, getting getting yeah. great results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, nobody can figure it out. And he'll, yeah, he'll, they'll they'll start to feel better. Mm. He's he's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes fixed up right? <laughs> he's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes as well well once this film comes out he will yeah, yeah oh yeah definitely this is the thing I think this is kind of an Oscar bait movie like it's a biopic it's <laughs> kind of um, I don't know if Jim Carrey is, is Oscar bait I, I suppose he could be we should do it in a Birdman-esque way where it's like it's, it's completely unbelievable but it feels but it feels like a, a hard hitting yeah. drama yeah yeah it's, it's heightened in a, in a way <laughs> well, those are my favourite films where this where it's right <laughs> Where it's it's explaining something completely ridiculous, but has quite a hard hitting message behind it. Yeah. So this is very much that kind of ballpark. As in, <laughs> it's it like we were talking about techno babble earlier. Yeah. Right. Medical dramas, very very famous for their techno babble. As in, like I've I must have explained this problem I have with House, where he explains the situation, mm. and when they eventually diagnose the patient and make them better again. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, of course it was that. And I'm like, I have no <laughs> medical have experience. Medical degree. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the, the, jargon, the yeah. jargon can get a bit much. Well, we definitely want to avoid that with our films. Oh, we we, we definitely will. And here's here's how we're gonna do this, right? Yeah. So, the actual by not knowing anything about medicine, um, uh, he's called William Grist, and he and he comes from um, he's 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 in out in uh, a medical school in Bristol. Okay. Mm. Uh, or Gristle, as some people call it. Um, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> wait, is Jim Carrey doing an accent here? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, uh, do we know that that's fine? Yeah. Okay. It's probably all right. All right. Um, it's a Jamaican accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in Bristol. A, a Jamaican he's... accent like this. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's he's whispering to people's beds at sides, and he's like, "I think I've got a good feeling about this one." I think he's going to get better. And then he leaves the the room and then the doctor's like, you know, like uh, later on we cut to sort of like uh, a, a closed door and the doctor comes out and is like, he did get better, this guy. <laughs> and and so uh, let's say it's, um, oh, who's a good like older well, for, establishment doctor? For the doctor? Um, uh, Steve Carell. Steve Carell yep. is, is like, <laughs> I don't understand how he's doing this. Hmm. Like it doesn't it doesn't seem to make much sense. Yeah. Why how could a man be whispering to the wounds of he's not even a doctor? Mm. And, and 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 but then they get better? What's going on here? Yeah, he can't figure it out. And I... then so he like the, the, this medical board all start like following him round mm. trying to figure out his secret, but he's whispering. I like right. to imagine that there's some sort of uh, uh, politics in the hospital here where um, this uh, Steve Carell character is kind of like the one holdout on the medical board who isn't on board with this guy's personality and, yeah. and this mm. this weird power that he can do. Everyone else is like, wow, it's amazing. Let's go see see what he's doing. Let's, let's work it out. He's great. And Steve Carell's like, uh, like standing back from the rest of the crowd and you pull focus on him. And, well, um... well as, as we said, he's he's flunking all of, the, all of his exams. Yeah. He's getting, but he's getting 100% get better rate <laughs> yeah. in well, the hospital yeah. he keeps he keeps going at least at least from steve uh, he's, he's certified steve fresh. carell's yeah he's certified fresh um <laughs> at least steve carell keeps keeps seeing him going into these rooms he's coming back out and the, the patient will get better yeah and steve carell is like okay right so he um 
puts a microphone. He, he poses. Steve Carell poses as, a, as an ill man, mm. right? Wait, puts, <laughs> doesn't doesn't he know? Doesn't doesn't Jim Carrey's character William Grist? Lots of makeup. Okay, yeah, <laughs> he, he basically. Uses the makeup from Foxcatcher. If you saw that movie, where sure, it, it was kind of unrecognizable as Steve Carell. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. You're like, is that Steve Carell? Yeah. I'm not sure. That's what that's what William Griss says when he comes in. Is obviously that Steve Carell. Steve Carell's not playing himself in this movie, but he goes in and he goes, is that? Is that, is that Steve Carell? And he's like, yeah, it's me, actor Steve Carell. Oh my God, I love the office. I've got a wound in my side. Why don't you come down here and help me out with that? And then he's got an, a microphone built into the prosthetic. Oh. What, into the wound? Yeah. Uh, and and then you can just hear that on the, on the loudspeakers of this medical uh, like uh, campus. Oh, um, he rigs it. Yeah, he rigs it up. Oh. And then you just hear... And you know, like, well, well, Jim Carrey's like, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, wah, wah, bah, wah. Scuba, please. Wah, bah, bah. Hoo, wah, wah, wah. And then, like, you just hear laughter from outside. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and <laughs> and Steve and Steve Carell kind of uh, realizes that 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 uh, uh, he's you know the the trap that he set has has you know uh, exposed Jim, Jim Carrey William Grist sorry as, yeah. a, as a as a as a fraud as a fraud but then like he's been get, this is where we make we we've got a crossroads guys to make in the writing of this we have to decide if it's <laughs> real or he's not got power, because I would love Jim Carrey's uh, or William Grist mm. to go mad at this point to go or, or I should say to go kind of off the handle yes um, and to, uh, and, I, to, to I... Sort of, and to sort of start utilising his powers picking up a phone dialing a random number and saying get me is this America get me the president how many men blah blah and then the, uh, the president of America's head explodes oh uh, my god <laughs> Yeah, that's um, one direction. <laughs> exactly. Another direction yeah. might be... Oh, right. You, you, you knew I had an idea. <laughs> Looks expensive. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah, I, I've... Uh, Let's bandersnatch this shit. I've had an idea for a while now. Go on. And because... You know how with the horse whisperer... Yes. Uh, they whisper to living things, yeah. and the living thing does it. Yeah. Right, have you ever seen the film... Osmosis Jones. Yeah, I'm familiar with the conceit. Right, so uh, I, I watched the the, uh, the cartoon series for for many many years. Ozzy and Drix. Yes. Yeah. Um, so in this, the blood cells are living things, and it's like a city in someone's in, in Bill Murray's sure, body. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's quite the turn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Go on. Like, instead of instead of doing his exams and doing actual studies for. He was communicating with Osmosis Jones. He was he was learning the language of red blood cells. <laughs> and so we have like and is so it, he's is a it, wizard. <laughs> we have like an animated segment. Yeah. Where we go in like where, where we like enter somebody's wound. Oh mm. everyone's laughing, right? Yeah. And then Steve Carell's like, Alright guys, you can come in now and the, the uh, campus guards come in, like campus like <laughs> security come in to, to grab him, right? Wait, so Steve Carell's actually mean in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Steve, Steve Carell's like uh, no, I don't know. Like I think that he seems just, pretty mean. He just wants to expose this fraud stuff for sure. what he is. Yeah, he's a by the book doctor. Yeah. As and opposed s- to all of those radical <laughs> maverick doctors. <laughs> and so and so Jim Carrey's like 
You'll never take me alive, but you'll be alive, and he'll, he dives into the wound. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you get a Michael Jordan it. going into that yeah. golf hole yeah, on Space get, Jam. You get a full, you get a full, because he's been com- communicating with 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 red blood cells. He's learned how to turn into one. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I love that the Jim Carrey exploding the president's head was the less outlandish. <laughs> Of the two uh, paths that we had, I refuse to let this. I mean, we're on this path now. We can't move. <laughs> well, from I mean, it. I mean, the president's head scene could be in there at some point. I, yeah. At some point, he reaches out of of Steve Carell's ear like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Picks up a phone and goes, Is that the president? Out of his mouth. This is the thing, we go full Bruce Almighty with this. He's got in Steve Carell's bloodstream. He can now control Steve Carell's body. (laughs) I I have to say, I don't uh, like, I'm not sure that the Academy is going to be nominating this one for too many awards. What are you on about? Yeah, it's a bold new direction for the film. Prosthetics, maybe. We put put piano music on there. That's all we need. Well, actually, honestly, that's all we need. Prosthetics. I mean, Suicide Squad got an Oscar. Yeah, it got that. Mm. We, that's, so that's, like, that's the low bar that we can we can hit. Yeah. yeah. So we dress up Steve Carell like a crocodile at one point. Jim Carrey. <laughs> fine. Jim Carrey took six months out of his life <laughs> to learn the language of blood, blood cells. in real life. So, yeah. Yeah. And he only spoke that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He only spoke that to he, anyone. He a couple of blood sacrifices later. Yeah. And he's and he's he's ready yeah. to, to to play William yeah. Grist. Yeah. They were filming behind the scenes like like during the shooting. And in 20 years time, there'll be a boring documentary. About <laughs> it. I quite like that documentary. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> which fine. which one? For anyone who's not aware of the documentary. Oh, uh, uh, Jim, Jim and Andy. Andy. Yeah. What's yeah. it called? Is it just called so. Jim and Andy? Yeah, it's called Jim and Andy. And yeah. It's about man, the making of Man on the Moon, which yeah. is a film Fine. I like. Hmm? And I like the documentary as well. How does this movie end? How does William Grist's journey end? I think... Uh, I think he has to get his comeuppance. Yeah, I think... Who? I think Jim Carrey or Steve Carell? Gr- yeah, William Grist. Yeah, I think Stephen Carell. Stephen Carell, um, to use his real yeah. name. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to use his full name. I think um, he poisons himself. Whoa. Shit. But it's only his knowledge of it's like this is kind of like the cable guy, right? Like where yeah. Jim Carrey is 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 Jim Scary, but um like only like halfway through the film. Yeah, sure. Um, like so, uh, it's like the Dark Patch Adams this film. Um, <laughs> and so like Steve Carell has to poison himself to get Jim Carrey to that's... to leave the bloodstream mm. so he can then cure himself with his real doctor skills. That's a quote we can use on the uh, on the poster. <laughs> <laughs> the ouchy whisperer. It's like a dark patch Adams, this film. Jim Carrey is Jim Scary in this film. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Certified fresh. <laughs> there we go. Excellent. All right, so from Chelloquin, we've got emergencies and accidents. Emergencies and accidents. Oh, yeah. it's usually the other way around, isn't it? I know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it, I'm, I'm thinking this sounds to me like a weird Jane Austen novel. <laughs> Jane Austen's <laughs> Emergencies and Pride Accidents. And, Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Sense and Sensibility. We've already done a Victorian one. Though. Emergencies and Accidents. Should we do like a modern day romance in a, in a hospital? Like, in, in an uh, A&E like ward? Like uh, Bridget Jones's uh, Dairy. Did, didn't see it. No, I, I didn't either, but so it's l- got a Mr. Darcy in it. Bridget, Bridget Jones's Intensive Carry Ward. <laughs> <laughs> Intensive, intensive carry, intensive carry, intensive carry Mulligan was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it, well, it's Renee Zellweger. Yeah, she's running a hospital. She stopped being a she stopped being a 
Are we doing a, a sequel to Bridget's Diary? No, no, this is, this is just... It has to be kind of Austin-esque, so I think she, she has to be in a position of privilege, right? Yeah, yeah. But she falls for the secretary, uh, the the guy who's who's on desk. Mm. Um, but he only works, like, the really awful shifts. And so mm. every time she tries to go and, like, court him, to go and talk to him mm. and try and win his affection, some guy with who's missing his arm or, or something... Or lupus or, or whatever. Yeah, something yeah. awful keeps happening to, to interrupt them. And it, it, maybe it's a bit, a bit of a farce. Yeah, a bit of a, a medical farce. Mm. Not enough medical farces. I suppose that's because medicine is very serious. Now I think <laughs> well, about it. Then again, yeah. I mean, like the, Carry on, uh, the yeah, the uh, the archetypal medical farce is uh, like, or the archetypal like. British farce potentially is yeah. is is a medical one, which is you know carry on nurse, carry on doctor, yeah. that sort of thing. Yep. Um, uh, so it's a bit carry on, a bit Jane Austen. Actually, yeah. this sounds great. <laughs> Watch the shit out of this. I mean, yeah, those two those two sets of words together sound good. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what the tone feels like of that film. No, I, I mean, I don't either. But I do want Rene Zellweger to be a kind of high status uh, uh, character who is trying to learn how to. You know, get in touch with with normal people. So like a high status Barbara Windsor. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> fine. Yeah, uh, who's playing the who's playing her love interest? We really need somebody who has that kind of instant connection with her. Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Best known, of course, for playing a very Animal. charming cannibal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Okay, and that you think that. He and he and Rene will get on. Hit it off. Hi, hi, Doctor Mixon. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh. Uh, okay. Cut many people open today. <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> he's just on desk. He's not yeah. a surgeon, uh, or is he? Or is he still? He's, he's, he still says that. Yeah, well, okay. the thing. He's a receptionist. <laughs> Cutting people out. Uh, uh, she's, she's, so what we do is we have her talking to as she's going through talking to other doctors and stuff, right? Mm. And she's like, "Oh, how are you doing, Doctor Shonsp?" Uh, and um, uh, and <laughs> Doctor Shonsp's like, "I've cut, I've cut open so many people today." <laughs> classic oh. Helena. Uh, and there's like classic Helena, right? Like yeah. um, uh, she's always complaining about how many people she's got to cut. Up. Oh yeah. Um, and then, oh, hi, how's it going, uh, Doctor Grosvenor? And uh, it's uh, uh, Roger Allen who's like, "I've had to cut up so many people today," uh, and then. <laughs> And then you, you get to Mads Mikkelsen and he's on the desk and she's like, how you doing, Mads Mikkelsen? And he's like, I had to cut up so many people today. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah, sounds good. All right, so <laughs> now I go for a meal? <laughs> we have to make a decision. Is this movie going to have a dark twist where he turns out to be a bit <laughs> evil and horrible? Or are we going to do a light and frothy, fun uh, uh, Austin case? I think about dark we walk comedy? along the tightrope of yeah, okay. <laughs> Some dark comedy. In just which... just not, keep hinting at it. Not yeah. dark comedy. We play it for the tone of a classic rom-com. Right. Yeah. But Mads Mikkelsen is still a very <laughs> creepy man. Occasionally a little bit wrong. <laughs> yeah. Poor, which, poor Mads. Which, in a kind of too many cooks way, is the way to make most horror. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's really a a, a a fast track to really disturbing me. Yeah. <laughs> how, how does it resolve? How do we actually, like, get? do we get these two together? And if so, how? That's my question. Um, could answer it, I suppose. I'm on the show too. You are. <laughs> you, are you are in the writer's room. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, let's say that she, uh, she has to... Um, she's got big a big case a big case <laughs> she's got a big case she's got a, a and patient. she's struggling to carry it <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, because inside, well, who, <laughs> who knows what's in there? Is a patient. And so, uh, he, like, Mads sees sees her sort of bringing this thing in and hauling it in, and he's like, "Let me help you with that." And she's like, "No, really, it's fine. I'll, I'll do it on my own." Uh, but she, uh, but he's like, "No, I insist. Please." Comes over, accidentally unlatches the case. <gasps> Out rolls. Uh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah. The dead body of Tim Burton. Yeah, the dead, dead body, body of, Tim of Tim Burton, which is metaphorically apt, I feel, uh, for, for wherever this is going. Mm. Uh, anyway, he realizes, uh, even though he's been sort of creepy. And, and... Sorry, I was just going to say, not the first time a director's been used as a dead body in a film. <laughs> no. No. And that's Tim Burton's directing this comedy. Yay. There you go. Yeah, very good. Uh, Anyway, all through the movie, we've been hinting that Mads is kind of creepy and a little bit off. And there's some, I mean, obviously, he's being played by Mads Mikkelsen, right? But she's the fucked up she's one. She's the murderer. She's yeah. the one who's been causing all those murders that like, we talk, uh, heard about on the TV exposition and, like earlier in Act 1. Like yes. uh, Dexter. Like Dexter, but we only reveal that it's Dexter at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, it's a misdirection. Yeah. Because we think it's... At the whole time, the audience thinks it's definitely Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Mads Mikkelsen's just playing it straight. That's that's what Mad, Mads yeah, Mikkelsen he's, does. he's doing what he did. Yeah. And so what, how does he react when uh, when he sees that this secret un, 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 <laughs> unraveled? <sighs> I'm going to report you to the police. <laughs> oh, just rationally. <laughs> he just says... She just goes to jail. <laughs> That's the end of the film. That's the end of yeah, that'll do. Because that, that film had nothing to do with accidents or emergencies, or the, emergencies or the, accidents. I think I think the voiceover. I think the whole thing is done in, in her voiceover. <laughs> right. And at the end, she says, "The thing is, there are no accidents, and that's <gasps> the real emergency." <laughs> Whoa! Everyone, the hospital was di- was dying because she'd cut them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life's a pitch got deep. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay, so those were our honourable mentions. Thanks for everyone who got in touch with us on social media to give us those titles this week. Remember, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter as well at Life's a Pitch Show. Give us a like, give us a follow. I want to give us those titles. Okay, so now we move on to our final pitch from Skeleton. We've been given Doctor Bear. Doctor Bear. Mm-hmm. Bears can't be doctors. Is the is the first line of the film? So yeah. it's spoken yeah. in black, and then we cut to uh, a, a a female member of the the medical board, played by Carrie uh, Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan is correct. Yeah, um, and she says that line. Uh, and, uh, Bears can't be doctors. We cut to a 180 degree shot of the guy on the other side of the uh, the desk who is literally a bear. Yeah. And he's like... <laughs> Not... we, do, we don't cast a voice actor. No, 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 no. no. That would be too easy, yeah. Tom. This is an art film. I oh. thought you were in this for the real oh. art of it. So you know how like there's nothing in the rules that says dogs can't play football? Yeah. Sort of stuff. <laughs> this is a film set... After one of those. Okay. <laughs> You've got two kids sat at the side of this bear. Yeah. The bear's got a, 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 a little <laughs> me- a surgical mask on. 
<laughs> and, scrubs and, <laughs> and like, extra extra large scrubs and some and a, and a and a stethoscope around his neck important question <laughs> what color is the bear black bear brown bear uh, let's just say standard, like a brown, bear. brown bear brown yeah. bear great yeah. that's good um, and these kids are like sat next to him like huddling up to them and there's Carrie, <laughs> Carrie Mulligan being like bears can't be doctors <laughs> um, and like but but he saved all those people yeah, in the these, field hospital during these, the disaster. These smart ass, these <laughs> during smart the ass, earthquake. These smart ass kids are like, show us in the rules. <laughs> show us in your medical board, in your medical board's rules, where it says the bears can't be doctors. And then Carrie Mulligan's like, shit, I've got to talk to the chief of medicine in this. And these, these kids are this. like, we're ten, you can't say shit in front of us. <laughs> She's just like, yeah, They're you very know smart what, kids, you're right. I actually can't deny this person a job. <laughs> I have no authority. On here. the grounds of being a bear. Yeah, that's discrimination. Yeah. yeah. I think it's one of these films where Carrie Mulligan is constantly trying to shut this bear down. Well, here's the thing, right? I think she's in the right. Yeah, yeah. Like, because... No, it, she's not, though, is she? No, I, I, I think she's the hero I think, of this movie. I think if a bear, bear wants to be a doctor... A bear could be a fucking doctor. <laughs> well, these, that's the, that's the line these kids are taking because they're kind of bright, uh, wide-eyed, and sort of you know. Yeah, yeah. This bear. Precocious pricks. Agreed, right? This this is a very special bear. Mm. Okay, it has um clearly. It's clearly saved a lot of people in this. Yeah. yeah. But Kerry Mulligan's view is kind of like, okay, so a bear has one good day and suddenly yeah, yeah. he's entitled to tenure here at, uh, at my mean, medical college. I mean, he had a few good years. I mean, he, he passed the medical board exam. <laughs> no, he didn't. This is, this is the problem, right? <laughs> oh, no. This is the problem. He saved all those people. Uh, apparently, he's a very, very good doctor, right? <laughs> Apart from the fact that he hasn't got any bedside manner because he doesn't speak. Yeah. He just or, or opposable thumbs. Grunts. He doesn't have opposable thumbs. No one's quite sure how he saved those people. Yeah. And so, like, I think we put ourselves in Carrie Mulligan's viewpoint yeah, here yeah, yeah. And, and watch as <laughs> she is trying to unravel the mystery and discover <laughs> the truth behind so Dr. Is... Bear. Right. So this is very much like the new Mary Poppins film, except from told from the perspective of Colin Firth's character, <laughs> a little bit. Maybe we'll have. Maybe listen. Maybe we'll have Carrie Mulligan go come round. Yeah, but I feel like there's. We often leave these like magical animal stories. Yeah, right. Quite quickly. Yeah, don't we? We Be- all- because nobody wants to explore those consequences. We we have the event happen and then we get out. As yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of like that if there was a prequel to this it would be about the disaster that happened where yeah, the bear saved a lot of exactly people. but we are going beyond that cut right mm. for once on life's a pitch we're not immediately cutting to black yes yeah, yeah we are we're picking it up <laughs> yeah where you'd normally leave it off yeah yeah so right th- these these kids have had this bear live in their back garden yes in the shed for yeah. months and months now. Yeah. And and they had to hide it from their parents. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. Wacky hijinks. But that's all in the past. Yeah. That's yeah. all in now the past. Now it's this serious. This is a gritty medical drama. Now we're, now we're in medicine. People wants to become a People's lives are on the line. Yeah, yeah. You have to be up to the standard of all of these other doctors. <laughs> Dr. Bear. Yeah. Are Says you Karen cap- Mulligan. Yeah. <laughs> are you capable of, of achieving that? This... <laughs> <laughs> this patient... Mr. Uh, Renham hmm. has uh, played by Christopher Eccleston arthritis yep. in his knees. 
Ooh, I've got arthritis. That's my Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. Ooh, I've got arthritis. Uh, and the bear is just like... <laughs> and he's like, what, what does that mean? And then the kids oh, wheel out a whiteboard with a load of medicine <laughs> written on it. Yeah. And point, it just point hits, to the medicine. hits the medicine that, that <laughs> cures arthritis. It just hits the medicine. Hits the point on the whiteboard that he's talking uh, to. <laughs> it's and the, then it's the medicine. And then for how long the prescription should last for. <laughs> and, then, and then strikes the, the one of the medical cupboards yeah. with his giant bare <laughs> claws. And like out of the rack, like f- five pots of pills just sort of fall out. <laughs> And, and 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 the guy's like, all right, I'll take those for three weeks then. Yeah, Thank and, you. And, gotcha. and Carrie Mulligan's like, fuck, that's exactly what I would have done. That's yeah. what I would have done. But also, I wouldn't have destroyed that cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> or needed children as assistants. <laughs> Are these children just being allowed to run loose around the hospital? I think so, because yeah, they kind I mean, of come with... Uh, I mean, the J- Jacob the Tremblay and... Who's a, who's a uh, girl who's like a kid actor? These days, <laughs> younger than Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> yeah, younger than It'd Millie be, Bobby uh, Brown. Who was that girl out of? Uh, who was that girl out of? Um, uh, outnumbered. Oh, she's like fifteen now. I know. <laughs> she can't. But yeah. like, she's still younger than Millie Bobby Brown. Jacob Tremblay and Jacob Tremblay with a wig on. <laughs> okay, there, there we go. A, a shortage. <laughs> I don't know who these people are. But... Shortage of child actors yeah. in uh, in Hollywood right now. You didn't see. Uh, uh, Room? Oh, yeah, Room. Really good. I've got it. You didn't see... Was that film called Wanda? Wanda, yeah. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't see Wanda? No. Wanda the other day, actually. No. It's good. No. All right, you, you didn't see... Listen, the next film I'm going to see with that's got children in it is going to be The Boy Who Will Be King. So I'll use him <laughs> once I've... I'll use that entire cast once I, once I get there. Jacob Tremblay and Jacob Tremblay with a wig on. Yeah, the there we go. That's, that's the boy and girl. Those, those, are, our, those are our main characters. Like, yeah, our, yeah. our, uh, our kids. But we're following yeah. Carrie Mulligan here because she has to discover the truth. We're just going to call these characters boy and girl. Boy and girl. <laughs> so yeah, I don't yeah, know why yeah. we're bothering casting them. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're going to be big, big, big parts. <laughs> Yeah, just like any, just like any um, uh, child acting part is big, right? You know, mm, yeah. nobody cares. Yeah, <laughs> you you let them off because obviously they're going to be shit. As long as you don't notice them, it's they're the best actors you've ever seen. No, no, it's True Jacob Tremblay and adult Mara Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah. Anyway, um, we need to, I think get back on track yeah yeah we need to figure out what the stakes are in this thing so yeah yeah Carrie Mulligan I think um, is kind of the, the sense I get from, from the character that we've put together so far is that she's a great doctor yeah but she's a little temperamental mm. like she isn't necessarily the cool calculated doctor that you might be you might be expecting that's she's, her colleagues she's very by the book yeah, yeah. But, but she has that spark of kind of uh, you know she'll um uh, she reacts maybe more passionately than you expect her to, but I think that's what makes her such a good doctor mm-hmm. because she's so invested in her patient's well-being. Yes, and it, from everything that she sees from Doctor Bear, who's just going right, hitting a whiteboard. Yeah. that's the opposite, right? No bedside manner at all, like you said. Yeah, right, right. The, the positives of Doctor Bear, mm. right? <laughs> As one character draws up in a whiteboard, he's a cuddly, cuddly, fluffy bear. Yeah. Right. Which is very, very difficult to scrub down. Yeah, yeah. Very, like, 
Very difficult to make. These are the pros, right? Okay, sorry, we'll, yeah. get, we'll get to the cons. <laughs> get to the cons of having we'll a bear run around a, a hospital. Um, so we've got Dr. Bear, pro, is a bear. Yeah, lovely okay. and cuddly. Yeah. With all the things that that, that, that entails. Great with, great with kids. Uh, another pro, like, get straight to the point. There's no faffing around. Yeah, right? no. Minimal faff. Uh, just about no ego. Mm. Probably none at all, no. yeah, I would say. Uh, apart from certain times of the year where he just won't get out of bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, physical strength, not necessarily uh, uh, important for doctors, but sometimes can come in handy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like if a bed falls over. Yeah, who's, who's going to catch that bed? Let me tell you, it's Dr. Bear. It's Dr. Bear. Get me Dr. Bear in this ward. <laughs> the, the beds are falling over again. Oh, hey, again. Dr. Bear for the <laughs> ICU. Dr. Bear. <laughs> <laughs> You just see people scrambling to get out of the way. Yeah. As this bear just all fours just, just Are those all the pros? Uh no no, no I, I think there's there's, there's a few more. Um great with uh, bereavements. Mm-hmm. No no chit chat, just <sighs> and they understand. Uh doesn't need a scalpel. D- does He's not need very just, sharp claws. Just sharp claws, yeah. You can rip you Save open. money on scalpels. Yeah, save money on scalpels. Yeah. Um, uh, he can catch a fish with his open <laughs> mouth. <laughs> if that's the condition that, that a patient's suffering from. <laughs> um, Excellent survival skills in the in the uh, deep in the forest. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, Loves honey. Yet yeah, loves not not a pro, more of a trait. I no, would say. No one knows the benefits of honey. <laughs> the nutritional value the of prescri- honey. Frequently prescribed honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we might have uh, gradually slipped into the cons there. Actually. No, 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 no. no, no. These are all going? these are all pros. Okay. Right, so, so when so when someone comes with two free children, you don't have to pay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's another one. So, uh, so when someone's on on the bed complaining, like, oh no, oh no, I'm I'm ill, I'm ill, and then the bed just like rrr, 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 prescribes honey because he knows he's a hypochondriac. Gets scares away all the hypochondriacs. Yeah, gets rid of gets rid of uh, like time wasters. Yeah, Hyp- hypochondriasis becomes no longer worth it. <laughs> You because Doctor Bear's on your case, you yeah, might yeah. get sniffed out by a bear. Great sense have... of smell. There's yes. a chance. There's a chance I invented that word. Hy- hypochondriasis. Hypochondria. Hypochondria. Hypochondritis. Hypochondria. Bear with me. <laughs> don't ask to spell it. Never mind. Can't spell it. Yeah. Uh, could could <laughs> not, be real. Not, not a doctor. Don't know how to spell no it. No way of knowing. Um, right. So let's move on to the cons. Yeah. Okay. Of... Um, can't speak. No. No grasp of the English language. Difficult Fair. to sterilize. Yep. <laughs> Near impossible to sterilize. Um, Is a bear. Yeah. In, <laughs> Not in, gonna lie. <laughs> that's also a pro and a con. Scares everyone. Yeah, intimidating, yeah. not necessarily a comforting presence, which sometimes in a in a hospital is what you want. Oh, oh, forgot um forgot a uh, 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 forgot a really good um uh, pro. Let's slide on back to the pros. Uh, he can run as fast about as fast as a horse. Is that true? I'm not sure. <laughs> Probably faster than a human, though. Definitely, definitely. Uh... Probably faster than a human. Probably can get to the ward, 
you know, quite fast. Yeah. Carrying mm. his two little children helpers on his back. Mm. Also a pro about, and this is specifically for Dr. Bear, never late. Never late. Also, you can strap a, a patient to his back and he can get it down to the critical ward fast. Yeah. At what point does the movie become... A uh, list of pros and cons for Doctor Bear. <laughs> well, is... well, this is in the medical department, like in the in the in the kind of board, yeah, uh, the medical board, and they they've got this huge list, and obviously you've got uh, what's her face, Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan. You're never going to remember that. Name. I'll never. I don't know. As I can't, I can't, put, I can't put a face to her at all. <laughs> That's fine. Um, uh, can't blame me. Put so, putting loads of points on the the negatives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got like a couple of doctors here and there being like, "Well, he could be very helpful." Yeah, you've you got Bradley Whitford in that role that he's playing now, where yeah. he's like, "Well, let's hear this guy out." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've then, got some ideas on pros. And then while Carrie Mulligan sort of uh, Carrie Mulligan's um, uh, to back his turn, the kids sneak in and put a load of extra stuff on the pros, like <laughs> cute. <laughs> <laughs> Loves honey. Adult adult Mara Wilson. Kind of like <laughs> <laughs> popping in, throwing a couple of these on. Um, the character's named Boy and Girl. Yes, um, that's right, Boy and Girl. So uh, I, I think that the, what the, the difficult part happens is... I think I've got it, guys. I think I've got it. Yeah. Um, you better have. People are... Because we do not. People are dying, right? They're, cr- they're crippling crippling stomach um, uh, cramps and stuff. I mean, I'm hungry too, Matt, but let's get on with it. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, so crippling stomach cramps, they're yeah. all, they're all uh, kind of creased over, and then they're wasting away. You know, no matter how much you feed them, they're just... They're just wasting away and dying. Oh, they've got some sort of awful wasting disease that seems to yeah. be spreading. It's just really strange, right? Oh, okay. Um, and nobody can diagnose it, right? Is, is, just... it, is it possible you're leading to something? I mean, I wouldn't be a very good writer if I wasn't. <laughs> looks, looks to camera. <laughs> so if we don't like this idea, I've got another idea. Okay, go on. The, the, the may be, this may be like in the midsection of the film okay because i've got something that could lead to an end well okay so okay. I, th- I think this is like yeah i mean so this, this, this pandemic is getting worse and worse and worse yeah. and I, I think we still need to ascertain like a darkest point right where he gets kicked out of the medical board yeah because i think he tries to he tries to um uh kind of cure this by like feeding them more and more and more and more honey mm. and their their like stomach like expands and expands and expands and then just they just die yeah right and he's like, I like. Well, he's not like anything. But like, the kids are like, he just doesn't understand. Yeah. Like, like they. Why aren't they getting the nutrition they need? Uh, when, when, uh, like, he was feeding them all, all the nutrition they needed. Yeah. And eventually, it's found that like he gets kicked out of the the medical body. Like he gets kicked out of the hospital. Yeah. Because he's killed a patient by overfeeding them or where they kind of exploded. Mm. Um, Dr. Bear, we're going to have to strip you of your title. <laughs> From now on, you'll just be Bear. They say, they, they say, <laughs> laid Bear for all to see. Uh, no and uh, they, I uh, can't bear this anymore. They, they, they take the scrubs off his back. Some bearable. <laughs> Same joke. They say all this from from behind a metal a metal cage door, so they can't you can't attack. So he can't mess yeah, with um, you. and um, uh, I think basically, like the, the the pandemic goes on until like the mother of the kids falls ill with the same oh, thing. No, and the 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 kids are like, well, can, can you cure this? Can you cure her with your honey? 
bear, Doctor Bear. Bear. Uh, and, just, uh, just yeah, bear. and then uh, Mum says he's just doc- he's just Bear now. Uh, <laughs> he's always been Doctor Bear to us. <laughs> says boy. Um, and uh, and then Mum, whose name is canonically Mum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, uh, played by Dame Judy Dench. Played by Dame yep. Judy Dench. Says uh, <laughs> no. Played by Julia Roberts. <laughs> no, 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 Dame Judy Dench. Yeah. I, I like the idea that played uh, <laughs> played in in physicality by Dame Judy Dench, but voiced by Julia Roberts. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay, right. Um, and in uh, ADR, and, the whole thing. Go ahead, go ahead, Matt. But then Doctor Bear is so, or just Bear is so annoyed with himself. Hmm. He smashes his money, his money pot, his honey pot. Uh, at the bedside where the kids have put it yeah. right and then you see just uh, like suddenly mum is like doubled over in pain yeah. as something leaps from her mouth like and grabs some of the honey what <laughs> and the bear just like swipes it out of the air yeah. and then just chomps on it chomps it right down <laughs> wait is I... it a trout by any it's chance? a giant parasitic trout <laughs> Or salmon, I should say. <laughs> Sorry, he, he ends up eating all this parasitic salmon in, yeah. the, in the hospital. It's like, yay! <laughs> Welcome back, Dr. Bear. Sorry we ever doubted you. And then Carrie, this, this is like in a party, the staff room party. Yeah, yeah. Carrie Mulligan bursts in and goes, there's, there's a... <laughs> Go on. <laughs> what? Hospital inspection, <laughs> and so Carrie Mulligan's on site uh, on side now because yeah, yeah. yeah, and so she's like hide the bear and <laughs> so all the parasitic trout. Get this bear out of the late, hospital. Late game, but third act. But first. he's eating so much trout. He's this enormous bear. <laughs> he can't, move. He can't, he can't get move. through the doors. It's that bit out of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> They're trying to push his bum. No, no, I've got, I've got it right. I've got it. You know that bit in ET where the mum walks into the cuddlies. They push him into the children's yeah. ward. <laughs> no, 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 because they can't get him out of the staff room. Right. They have to run like while the while the hotel uh, hotel hospital <laughs> inspectors are going round the ho- hospital. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're grabbing cuddly toys from the children's yes. ward and bringing them and the bit kids, by bit to the staff room and by the time they get there the kids are sat in the staff room with all the cuddly toys yeah, yeah, yeah. like oh they let us in here because we really like yeah. the room and there's yeah. this wall of cuddly toys and the staff which... are like we don't believe in boundaries here at the hospital yeah, yeah. <laughs> in which Dr. Bear is his face is in, <laughs> is in one of them Wow. But one of the one of the inspectors has a bit of honey in his pocket, and, oh. and Doctor Bear's like the, <laughs> the ultimate test for Doctor Bear. Can he can he handle it? The real question, I think, will be answered uh, in the sequel to Doctor Bear, Doctor Bear Two: The Hunt for Honey. <laughs> Doctor Bear Two: Diagnosis Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Doctor Bear Two, <laughs> the Greater Good. <laughs> Doctor Bear Two, Resurgence, 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 Resturgeon, Resturgence. Oh, there we go. That was Doctor Bear. Thank you. Skelly Connor for that title. Yeah, cheers. Yeah. Cheers, Connor. Yeah, thanks. You pretty much wrote that whole thing. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah. we just sort of added the <laughs> added a list of pros and cons. Pros and cons. <laughs> for, for bears <laughs> being in a hospital. 
All right, so thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember to find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast and tweet us at Life's a Pitch show as well. Yes, if you enjoyed uh, this week's show, you can always go over to... Well, you, actually, you know what? First thing you want to do is tell your mates. Because mm. all people you don't particularly like, but I'd rather you chose your mates in mm. this case. Um, so you can get together every Wednesday... Have a party. Have a little live to pitch listening party. Yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not do a joke. Like, this isn't a joke. Yeah. Not enough people listen to podcasts with other people, like, together. Some, sometimes, nice. uh, because, because podcasts are an intensely personal medium, and this isn't yeah. funny anymore. But you should. Yeah, yeah. Especially comedy podcasts. Yeah. Like, being, being in the room, like, doing a show like this is really funny. Uh, but being in a room together with other people yeah. listening to it? Yeah. Brilliant. It's great. Like, something was lost where we stopped listening. Well, when radio stopped being good. And also, <laughs> um, <laughs> when we stopped, when we stopped, like, having community. Like, we, we, we watched comedy together, you know. Yeah. Uh, myself, Tom, and, and Jane, not that one, Garner, watched mm. uh, uh, Vic and Bob's Big Night Out. And oh, we yeah. had a great old uh, was, little communal jest. That was a cracking, cracking. You should watch that. Series. But do it with good. podcasts, specifically with the yeah, live Do it podcast. with this podcast. And uh, yeah, have it on when you're in uh, just... There's loads of situations where you're both typing away on an, uh, on an assignment or you're, you're mm. working on a script or you're uh, messing around uh, with a 3D modeling software or, or whatever the a, hell you're doing. Or you're in a long-distance relationship with somebody in the United States and you know that you won't get to see that person for another six months and you feel this intense connection across the Atlantic and you know that you just can't physically reach out. But what you can do is press play on your MP3 players at the same time and both be listening to Life's a Pitch podcasts. That's a ridiculous thing to say, Patrick. I know. I'm just pitching How? a relationship. That's oh, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just dumb. Yeah. Cut, cut that for God's sake. <laughs> Whatever you do. Anyway, um, uh, but if you want to help us out in a more direct way, then you can always go over to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast. And uh, honestly, this really, really is the best way to help us out. Um, sharing it is amazing. Honestly, really, really amazing. Uh, yeah. Most we don't have any marketing. We aren't, you know, a, a, a media like we're not part of a network. We don't do anything like that. We're completely independent. We just record this in our spare room. Yeah, and yeah. and in our in our spare time. And the Patreon helps us. is is a way that you can help us uh, get more equipment for doing things uh, to, to to try and be more ambitious with the podcast mm-hmm. and to uh, to to kind of move things on. Um, and uh, it really does help keep the lights on here in uh, life's a pitch towers. So mm-hmm. um, you can you can like uh, kind of. Give us as little as a dollar a month, and you get little bonuses for that. And so that's really, really helpful from from you guys. And the, and the people who have done that thus far, as I'm sure everyone uh, waits with bated breath, the uh, the list of names. Tom Tom literally just braced himself. <laughs> Mihir Trevedi, don't let the kids in the front room, Brenda. They'll break the good husks. My waste of talent. Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Originals, Sam McKillman, Stephen D. Thomas, Bisk, 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 Husky, Husky, Bisks, come on, Andrew, join in. <laughs> I don't know if I was supposed to sing that or. <laughs> You've been nursing, nursing that husk for hours and we need the table, Pete. <laughs> Brenda, I'm drawing the line here. What the piss is a cat food bisque husk? These new Valium bisque husks really help take the pain away, Tarfil. 
Those bloody snowflakes are at it again with their vegan bisque husks. Strike comedy or how I learned to stop worrying and love improv. Joseph Hegarty and Brent Black. <laughs> Thank you. Patrick, for coming on to the show again. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. I hope you've enjoyed uh, pitching some medical business. I had a terrific weird time. You got anything to plug? I do have a thing to plug, since you ask. Yeah? Um, what I... is it? Go on. <laughs> Go on, Patrick. What is this unheard of thing I've never heard of? In, unheard of is, is a good way of putting it. Um, <laughs> I make a podcast called The Treehouse Podcast for my work, The Treehouse. The Treehouse Board Game Cafe. It's a board game cafe, yes. Mm. You're, you're absolutely right. Uh, what I do is I talk about board games and I review them and talk about different aspects of board games with my friends. Um, yeah. I bring in a different friend each time and I have a friend to, to talk to who sort of... Uh, like we we get on in a kind of friendly banter way, but it's a different person every week. And then Matt's also there. Yeah, I'm uh, a bit. I'm there a bit. Mostly to mostly to keep the levels kind of I going. I just turn. I just press buttons. Yeah, you keep the sound intact, and and it's really really helpful. And so uh, we end the show as always with our yes, very clever award. This is the award we give out to people who've given us titles that are based around existing titles, and it's a yes, very clever little. <laughs> very clever so this week's yes very clever award goes to phil walters and he's given us more grats more grats yeah. wait like more rats yeah, yeah. i get it yeah, oh, i've also been matt turner i've also been tom McGrath. i've also also been patrick lickman remember who pitched it <laughs>